It's Tuesday, July 27th, 2010. Dam bursts in Iowa. Floods hit Chicago. Heat wave in Kansas. Other than that, everything's fine. A new gusher in the Gulf as BP's CEO gets his life back. Plus... Climate legislation in the Senate is really, really dead this time, says Harry Reid. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. There is no debate here. It's just scientists versus non-scientists. And since the topic is science, the non-scientists don't get a vote. Which... Uh, yeah, Bill Maher, about that whole non-scientists not getting a vote thing, it turns out they do get a vote, and their 41-59 majority in the Senate seems to have won the day. Heck of a job, Democrats. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, the climate bill in the Senate is really, really... Really, really dead this time, right? Yep, it's really, really, really dead. But first, some quick headlines. After a record-breaking winter and a record-breaking spring, this summer is keeping up with that extreme weather trend. In Kansas last week, a sudden extreme heat wave was blamed in the deaths of an estimated 2,000 cattle. Over the weekend, record rainstorms overwhelmed flood control systems in the upper Midwest, causing billions of dollars in economic loss. In Chicago, torrential rain caused widespread flooding across suburbs. And in Iowa, floodwaters punched a 30-foot wide hole in a dam near Cedar Rapids, sending residents fleeing for their lives, destroying 200 structures and inundating 6,000 acres of farmland. But other than that, everything's fine and we don't need to worry about global warming or climate change. Everything's just fine. These aren't the droids you're looking for. A new gusher in the Gulf? The U.S. Coast Guard is dispatching emergency teams to the site of where a dredge barge being pulled by a tug has reportedly severed an offshore wellhead some 65 miles south of New Orleans. Oh, great. Unrelated to the BP oil disaster. Crude was reported to be spewing some 20 feet into the air in a giant gusher after the wellhead, which is situated just below the surface of the sea, was said to have been ruptured in the incident. In the meantime, as we await more information on that situation... There's no one who wants this thing over more than I do. You know, I'd like my life back. BP CEO Tony Hayward will be getting his life back. He'll be replaced October 1st by American BP executive Bob Dudley. Meanwhile, drilling operations for those two relief wells have resumed at the Deepwater Horizon site after Tropical Storm Bonnie fizzled out, and they're back on schedule for completion mid-August. And the new cap is still working, keeping new oil from gushing into the Gulf. You'd think the BP oil disaster in the Gulf, the nation's worst ecological disaster ever, would be a wake-up call to move to clean energy legislation, but you'd be wrong. After multiple stops and starts, Senate Democrats announced they're giving up on any truly comprehensive climate and clean energy legislation in the Senate this year, it's really dead this time. In an appearance at Netroots Nation, a progressive conference in Las Vegas this weekend, Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid acknowledged the setback, blamed Republican obstructionism, requiring all legislation to have a 60-vote supermajority, and then said he plans on introducing a smaller, even more watered-down bill this week. I'm going to introduce something uh, early next week that will uh, lessen our defense on foreign oil, create some jobs, focus on BP, restore lots of money to the Land and Water Conservation Fund, and that's all we're going to do. Now, I think we can get that done very quickly, 
So that's it. That's all they can come up with with a uh, originally a 60 vote majority, now a 59 vote majority. That's it. Right. No cap and trade, no price on carbon, not even any attempt to rein in pollution or emissions from utility plants. The action now moves towards the EPA for litigation and new regulations of greenhouse gas emissions. Those are being developed right now. And the good thing is EPA regulations can't be filibustered. So after a year and a half at this point, month after month, the heat rising across the globe, Democrats having a 60-vote majority for much of that time. The House finally got a, a version of the bill passed. It was more watered down than anybody would have liked to have seen it, but they got something passed. The whole thing dies in the Senate, and we can look back to, uh, well, around this time last year, when Senator Inhofe, the lead climate change denier in the Senate, basically said he wasn't going to let this happen. Republicans weren't going to let this happen. Well, the House will pass a bill in, in the Senate. They're not going to be able to pass it. You guys, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Senator Inhofe was right. The Republicans won. The Democrats lost. I have no idea if there will ever be a point in history where there will have been a better backdrop to push for this sort of legislation, what with the oil spill in the Gulf, or with Democrats in the Senate and the House having a larger majority. I got to say, this was Democrat fail, big time. You can read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. We'll leave you today with a song from NBC's Jimmy Fallon, who points out another disturbing point about the oil gusher in the Gulf, that hadn't even occurred to me. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. The oil spill by BP has left tar balls all over the sea. So don't go swimming down in the south unless you want.